0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Packers segment of the Neutral Zone. I'm here with my co host, Tyler Stevens, and we had a very eventful week one. The NFC North went 0 4, and the Packers had a less than inspiring performance. And I think my co host here, Tyler Stevens, has a bit of a rant he wants to start the podcast with. Do you want to go ahead with that?
1: I don't know if I want to rant per se, but saying it's an uninspired performance is putting it kind of lightly. I think it was straight out embarrassing. They looked like a team that was not ready to play. They looked like a team that was dragging their feet and a team that looked like they were Listening to all the headlines about how they're going to be Super Bowl Super Bowl contenders this year, the Last Dance—it looked like they were buying into all that because this team did not look ready to play. It looked like they were looking past the Saints for whatever reason, and it was just—it was one of the ugliest Packers games I've watched in a very long time. And it's really hard to find any sort of positives in this game. I mean, there were a few, but you really have to dig for them. But this. Just from the top, I think Matt, Matt LaFleur, you know, you got to question a lot what he did going into this game. He always likes to bring up the illusion of complexity. That's like his buzzword he uses in his uh, press conferences. And they didn't have any of that. This offense did not look like the same offense that we saw last year. It looked completely different. It looked out of sync. And it, it just was flat-out bad. It seemed like as soon as they – We're down, you know, three or 10 points. They completely abandoned everything that they stand for. They, they gave up on the run. They, they stopped with the jet motion stuff. And it was just, it was an overall dumpster fire. And on top of that, Rogers, he'd be the first to admit he did not play well. He was very bad as well. And it's, it's hard to rant because the defense kind of has an excuse you know like it is, a Joe new, Barry. It's a new, yeah, it's yeah. a new coordinator, a new system. Like, I get it. I didn't expect them to look good on defense, but the offense. Oh my god! And it, I think so much of it falls on Rogers and the floor. I really do. Um, but if it doesn't look better, if it doesn't look better on Monday, you know, one I, thing I was upset. gonna
0: say about Rogers. About how him looking so terribly. Does that have anything to do? Because it looks like he's lost a considerable, a considerable amount of weight. Does that have anything to do with him struggling? Because, I
1: mean, I, I don't think it was. He had no physical limitations.
0: It's not the limitations, but you know how like uh, high schoolers when they get hit, their growth spurt. I'm not saying that Rogers didn't grow like five inches, but when you lose weight or you you, you change your physique, your body takes time to adjust, like athletically.
1: Well, in camp, he was... He looked good? Yeah, he was dominating. It looked like he was MVP form. It really comes down to him trying to do too much, and he was not in the rhythm of the offense. And that's what he did in, what was it, 2019, when they first had the The offense looked good, but it wasn't great, and it wasn't MVP Rodgers yet until last year when Rodgers fully accepted the new offensive scheme. And then the whole... Team, the whole offense absolutely exploded. So if he goes back to that and plays within rhythm, and he and Lafleur has a better game plan, I think they'll be right back to form to being one of the best offenses in the league.
0: So we're but, discounting the diet and new physique, but how about the off season uh, turmoil? Does it? Did he think he had to come out and you know impress the Packers fans with because he was playing hero ball? Like you said, you think he had to, he came out like a little uncharacteristic. Uh, based off of what happened, to try to win back some of those Packers fans that kind of maybe sold on him when he wouldn't come back. So
1: the first interception he threw, apparently he took multiple shots to the groin on that play, and that's why that happened, which I lo- went back and looked at the tape, and that was the case. That's um, kind of a weird play, and I don't know how that is. It's still a bad throw nonetheless. And then the second interception he threw – that was just frustration. It was, I think, second down, and he was just launching. He said he didn't see the safety, and he was just trying to make a play. I mean, those things are very fixable, but it does take me back to thinking when he wasn't there for, you know, mini camp and and, and OTAs and that kind of stuff, maybe he should have been here working with those guys, but I really don't think that has a whole lot of cause and effect there. I really don't. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Because if I get going too much, I'm just going to get upset all over again.
0: I mean, I would consider that a rant. But is there anything that positive that you would like (sighs) to talk about, touch on? Well,
1: I got one that's kind of obvious. But if I talk about Elton Jenkins at left tackle, if I talk about him again, we might as well rename this to the (laughs) Elton Jenkins podcast. Because I'm just talking about this guy every week. But he was really good at left tackle. And it makes me think even more when Bakhtiari comes back that we'll have Bach at left tackle and Jenkins probably at right tackle. And I think that will be one of the best duos in the league. But outside of Elton Jenkins, I mean, Jordan Love looked pretty good in garbage time. I only made a few throws, but he he hit, hit his spots. And then MVS moved the chains a few times. He looked a little more reliable this year. Hopefully that carries on, but... Other than that, I don't know, maybe maybe punt. the punting was good. It wasn't J.K. Scott, so there's that. But everything <laughs> else is pretty much bad.
0: Now, how, how did the rest of the O-line look uh, outside of J.K.? Um,
1: initially, when I was watching through the game for, for the first time before I did my rewatch, I was pretty critical. But I quickly realized that the struggles of the offense, because the offensive line, it was just because of the game plan going in and Rodgers not working within the rhythm of the offense and he, had, he holding the ball too long and he put some of his linemen in a tough spot where they've got to do too much. I mean, the line didn't look good, but it wasn't the reason they lost. I thought the rookies, both uh, Myers and Newman – had up and down games. I think Myers looked really promising going forward though. Newman's got some stuff to work on.
0: So it looks like the Saints had about almost 200 yards rushing. Um, what were your thoughts on the Packers run defense?
1: Um, Well, to put it straight forward, it looked like Mike Patton never left. <laughs> That's honestly how it felt. And I know it's the first game with Joe Barry. I know it might take some time. I said all these things going into the season, and I get it. But man, that was so bad that it was hard to watch. Hard to watch throughout the entire entirety of the game. I mean, they were doing the off cover stuff that Patton did. They couldn't stop the run to save their life. And it just there's no excuse for the defense to struggle that much when they have that much talent on the field. Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah, but well, we say this about the Packers defense for years now. And I I agree. I think the Packers do have talent on the defense, and they just seem like they can never put it together and have like a top unit. So I don't, I don't know.
1: The thing is, yeah. it is it is the first week with Joe Barry, so I am I'm not completely throwing him into the fire after one week. Yeah. I'm going to give him time, see what he comes up with, and see how this group reacts. But it is not a good start if you are Joe Barry.
0: Yeah, I think that new defensive coordinators. It takes them a couple weeks to get situated, and we talked about that. So I think we'll see what happens. We have the you have the Lions uh, next week. I think you guys should be able to get it back on track. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about this game, or do you just want to throw the tape away and move on?
1: Uh, I think there's a there's a few more things we can touch on. So one of the biggest criticisms from the Packers fans that you're seeing all over all over everywhere basically is that none of these starters played in preseason. They had like 30 something guys that didn't play cuz they were too important to risk getting injured in preseason, which I get and I've I've been pretty de- I've defended the Packers with those decisions, but you look at this game and you got to think, may- maybe some of these guys should have been playing, especially on the defensive side of the ball w- with a new system going in. Maybe these guys should have been out there getting the rust off and trying trying to get things going.
0: It seems like that's usually the excuse week one for when teams don't perform. Well, but there's a lot of teams that don't play starters and they look good. So I- I'm not really sure. How I feel about that. It goes both ways. If you rest your starters, you're gonna avoid injury and you keep them out. And they you... have
1: avoided injury for uh, the most part, too.
0: So. so do you think that's what it is? Because there are other teams who, you know, they sit to their starters and they look great week one.
1: I real I really don't think it has that much of an impact, but let's say they do this next year and lay an egg week one, then maybe, then maybe we gotta start looking at this and it's just it's some in some weird coaching decisions that kind of get tied in with this like for one example is eric stokes in the uh, preseason he played only a very little bit he did not play like a guy who was fighting for a spot it based off his snaps in the preseason game i assumed he was going to play an absolute ton i thought maybe even he'd start over king and he only had like eight snaps on the outside and we king his deficiencies and he got torn apart once again and it just doesn't make sense to me because when stokes was in there he made a few plays I, re- I really don't get why he wasn't on the field more if not in this game why wasn't he on the field more in preseason it doesn't make any sense to me
0: yeah i, I agree I, I just think that if let's say Devonte adams plays in the preseason he tears his acl it, it, that's a disaster. Your fans are going to say, oh, you should never play stars in the preseason ever again. I I don't know. It, it goes both ways, but yeah, some of the people who are on the verge of starting or not, and he thought, you know, he was uh, going to start based off his usage in the preseason. And then, you know, it's, it's just weird. Teams are weird with how they approach preseason.
1: And here's my take on the preseason. Now, I'm more on the side of rest your starters. That's always where I've been, especially because in the Packers situation, I do think, and I did think going into the season, that the Packers are going to win this division by multiple games. So I think they could afford a slow start like this. But if they were in a really good division where everyone's going to be good, then I think maybe you got to play your guys and be sharp to start the year. So at the record show, I did kind of side with the Packers on this, but now, now I'm a little more in the middle.
0: Yeah, the NFC North uh, looked terrible. I think it's still safe to say right now that the Packers are still the favorites despite that disgusting performance versus the Saints. Should we move on to the Lions? Yes,
1: please. Yes, please.
0: So the Lions also lost their matchup, but they did fight back. They were originally getting blown out by the 49ers and then showed some heart for their new head coach and – Made it a close game. I never thought they were going to eventually win that game, but you know, at, le- at least they fought back. And, but you better hide your kneecaps for this one because they're coming.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's one thing I, uh, that you said. They fought back. The Packers showed absolutely nothing. But I wouldn't want to be a Lions fan getting ready to face the Packers after they get blown out because I have a feeling that there's a chance – Packers are going to want to prove everybody wrong and they're going to come out flying. Now, hopefully, I don't know if you could fix this all in a week, but I I do think we will see some sort of bounce back from the Packers. And it's very fortunate that they got the Lions on the schedule. The Lions are not a very good football team, but it's one, it's a game they kind of need to win to start getting on track. You really don't want to start 0 2. I'm not going to label it a must win but you definitely don't want to start off 0-2.
0: What better team to bounce back from than the Lions? The Packers have owned the Lions throughout the years. They've owned most of the NFC North throughout the years. But, yeah, the Lions seem to be in a rebuilding period. I don't think any Lions – well, Lions fans are a little bit delusional, so maybe they do think they're going to contend. But uh, I think they're going to have a top pick next year and see what they do with that. But – In terms of what they do have, I think Jared Goff looked maybe better than some thought he would look. What are your thoughts on Jared Goff?
1: Well, I was kind of flipping through games, and I did did catch a good portion of of the Lions game. I saw his interception where he threw the ball to a linebacker, and none of his guys were even in the vicinity. But other than that, he did make some nice throws. I've never been a big Goff fan, but – he, he was a little better than I would have expected.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of people are high on the Lions' offensive line and some of their running backs, Williams back there and Swift. But the one big name you got to look up for is Hawkinson. He had a huge game, eight receptions, almost 100 yards and a touchdown. What are your thoughts on how the Packers are going to defend Hawkinson?
1: So traditionally, or not traditionally, but within the last year or two, Packers biggest struggles on defense have been with the run run defense and with covering tight ends and it just so happens those seem to be the Lions strengths right now so despite you know how weak the Lions roster is Packers and Joe Barry are going to have their work cut out for them again and Hawkinson is probably going to have a big day I think Swift might have a big day but I do, I do think the Packers' defense will take a step in the right direction. They don't have a whole lot of targets outside of Hawkinson, and I, th- I think this will be a good opportunity for the Packers' secondary to kind of get it going here early in the year. All
0: right, should we move on to a score prediction?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't really thought too much about scores. I mean, it's, it's hard to predict when you lose thirty-eight to three the previous week. I'm guessing my – I don't remember what my prediction was last week, but I'm guessing it was way off. Yeah, a little um, bit off. I i I—I think I, I do think the Packers are going to put up a lot of points this week. I really do. Um, but I also think they're going to give up a decent amount. I don't know if they're going to be able to stop the Lions running game. So I'm going to go – let's see, I'm going go to go 34-23 to is what will be my prediction. 34-24. No, 30,
0: yeah, my, my prediction is pretty similar to that. I, trust me, I'm I'm hoping the Packers do rebound offensively, only for the reason that I have Aaron Jones in my fantasy. So yeah, that, was, that was very disappointing. <laughs> he had like four yeah, points was. or something. That was terrible. Um, but yeah, my, my score prediction is Packers 31. They'll get back into the 30-point category, and the Lions 17.
1: I mean – And not even a 30-point category. They just need to get into double digits.
0: (laughs) That's a good point.
1: (laughs) Um, Do you know what the Vegas line is on this one? I don't even know. Um,
0: I can check. I'm assuming Packers are
1: pretty big favorites. I think I might have it here. Looks like the Packers are 11-point favorites. That seems a little high for a team that got absolutely dismantled week one. But then again, it is the Lions. Let's just hope the Packers... Aren't thinking what I just said.
0: Yeah, 11, eleven points is uh pretty high. I think I would stay away from that game. But I, if I was to better side it would probably be the Packers. However, with how the Lions did fight back, they could come back later in the game and make it like a seven point loss. So I don't know, but I I would take the side of the Packers with that one.
1: I think people are expecting Aaron Rodgers to come in and just set the world on fire now.
0: Now, what happens if they don't and they have a similar struggle and that maybe well, even lose? I mean, that, that seems pretty I, unlikely, but what happens then?
1: I don't know what happens with the team, but I'll tell you right now, if they don't look good Monday night, the whole, the whole all media is going to be attacking them. The Packers fans are going to be absolutely losing their minds and it's going to be full, full on panic mode. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, if they get the win, it won't really matter that much. It um, just need to take steps in the right direction. You, you can't you can't erase the thirty eight to three loss you had in the previous week. So just move forward. Still sixteen games left, and plenty plenty of season left.
0: Yeah, true. That should be an exciting one Monday night. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap it up? Yeah,
1: I'll I'll touch on the the. Interior of the defensive line Because that's been, been a hot topic lately I know all offseason I wanted the Packers to acquire more talent On the defensive line And they they didn't really do much uh, They drafted T.J. Slayton in the fifth round And that's kind of it They're still throwing Dean Lowry Tyler Lancaster out there And they, they were kind of rough Also Kingsley Kiki He had a pretty bad game as well Those guys really need to step it up. Kenny Clark can't do it alone. And it's obvious the Packers aren't going to go out of the organization and bring anybody else in. So a lot is going to fall on those guys and the rest of the front seven. And that's that's a pretty big concern for me. Uh, I'm going to need to see a little bit more from all those guys. Hopefully TJ Slayton will start getting a little more time on the field. He's you know a late draft pick rookie, so maybe they just don't want to give him too many responsibilities early on. But that's something to to look forward, especially going up against the Lions. We're going to try to run the ball an awful lot.
0: Yeah, the Packers' defense definitely needs to step up as a whole, but we will see what happens there.
1: If they if they lay another egg, you are going to hear a Ooh. huge rant next week. I love. Also, rants. I'll say that
0: so uh, <laughs> you thought today the was a rant. it wasn't today? it was like a half rant I, I want to hear one of those rant? full-on rants have
1: no idea what it would be like next week if they also if they play anywhere like they did last week
0: so if they play bad but still sweet out a win would that can be cons- like let's say like they win like a 21 20 game or something ugly and it looks terrible would it no, still be rant eligible?
1: No, because what I just I just was saying earlier is you get the win, you get the win, you move forward. It's progress. I see that as progress.
0: So Rodgers throws will, three picks and they win.
1: Oh, it would be extremely frustrating. Actually, yeah, if that happened, I might rant a little bit about Rodgers playing
0: hero ball and all.
1: I I can't deal with it. If he yeah, if he's not looking to actually stay in rhythm of the offense, I might lose my mind. You are correct.
0: All right, we will see what happens if we see a rant or not. We will have an exciting matchup on Monday night. We'll be back sometime next week to recap the game.